Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Cosmic Coffee Shop. We're going to start off immediately with a story because this just happened and I'm not over it. We just posted on our Instagram. I'm still laughing. Sorry. sorry, sorry go, go, we just, go. Okay. We just posted on our Instagram. Um, are like the first of our introduction. So mm-hmm, go check out mm-hmm. our Instagram, Cosmic underscore Coffee underscore. It's shop. got my face on it. Yeah, and, and so and so our first introduction is is Dakota. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and he turns to me and he goes, Georgia, do you think do you think I'm a bad person? Because in his in bio, the post, in the bio. Is, in the bio of the post, it it says part time good person working on being full time. Uh huh. And I look him down the eyes and go, Cody, you wrote that. I wrote three that. weeks ago. I asked you to write a bio about yourself, and that's what you wrote. And I just copy and pasted it. Oh, I completely forgot that I wrote that. I'm gonna be one hundred percent. I saw that today. I saw that earlier today, and I was just like, Damn, Georgia, like, just wow, calling me out. Okay. Like, all right, that's fine. I get like you're not wrong. But you know what? But- I, I think we should use this as a teachable moment. If, yeah. If the words you say about yourself, when you think someone else has said them, hurt your feelings, mm-hmm, you shouldn't mm-hmm. be saying them about yourself. That's anymore. true. No, yeah. I totally agree. And you know what? It's not wrong. <laughs> like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there and say that it's wrong. I think I was correct in what I said. I thought it was a funny phrase. I just completely forgot that I had written it, and I thought that just came from you. I was like, like. Yeah. Again, yeah. you're not right. I was just taken aback. I was oh like, yeah. Okay, like, well, yeah like, that's well, pretty brazen for my co-host I to mean, be like, "Well, he's okay some of the time." <laughs> you know, like, I'm not oh, going to give him a full A plus, but I'll give him a B minus. Hey, look, B minus is good. <laughs> Even C's get degrees, so like it's fine. I'm, I'm about to be a C's to get degrees person. I've been that's I've been okay. an, an A plus student for a long time, and mm-hmm. then I uh, took biology. And oh, um, my mom is a biology major. It did not trickle down. <laughs> I'm doing terribly in that course. Look, <laughs> hey, that's okay. I was I was all A's until, mm-hmm. um, well, I had one B in a, I don't even remember what class, but like, uh, spring 2020 mm-hmm. semester. Yeah. But this past this past year, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. C's work for You're me. You're gonna graduate eventually. As long you as know? it's a liberal study, like I, as long as it's not like my major specific mm-hmm. course. I'm fine. I'm fine. My, what I'm trying to do, because, like, I have a lot of great anxiety. So what I'm trying to do to, like, avoid the upset is, like, am I still learning from the course? Yes. Is what I am learning totally reflected in quizzes? No. I know mm-hmm. I don't test well. But I'm still learning from the course. I know right. more for this biology course than I had known before. Yeah. And that's really cool to me. And if I'm actively trying to learn from my classes, I feel like I'm still putting in, like, the effort that I'm proud of in college. Mm-hmm. Does it still make me feel like a big dumb dumb head when I get a C <laughs> on a biology quiz? Yes, it does. That's that's how I felt with Cosmic Evolution. Granted, I slept through 90% of the classes. Yeah. My favorite part about Cosmic <laughs> Evolution is that Cody would complain about this professor all the time, and I never knew who he was talking about. And then he brought it up in front of one of our friends, and she got, like, really impassive. She's like, that's my favorite professor. And then later, I was in, like, an advising session, and I said that, like, oh, my friend had been complaining about that professor, and someone was like, that's the best professor we have here at Western. He's, like, an amazing, like, amazing <laughs> man. He's a wonderful you father. He's the look. best professor you'll ever meet. And I was like, Cody, your judgment is rough here, you can say You can say whatever you want about him, but I've talked to, like, eight other people who've been in their class yeah, yeah. and they're just like, yeah, nope, just don't understand him. Like, like he seems like a great, I dude. think it, I think it doesn't transfer well online. R- right. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great human being. Mm-hmm. I just think his teaching style didn't work for me. I'm not even going to lie. I think we've had this exact conversation already we on, probably the, on the show. Have. We like prob- on the show. And that's okay. You know, avid fans yeah. will get a if good If you're binge recap. listening, Cody hasn't let it go yet. I haven't let it go. It's been it's 20 been episodes. Months. It's been months, yeah, and I'm still yeah. on it. Well, since since we're... I, I mean, I was going to say since we're talking about letting things go, but this isn't really in that vein at all. I just wanted to ask the question. Yeah. Um, what did you learn this week? Uh, okay, so if I'm being completely honest, I don't really... I don't know what I learned this week. It's been a rough one. I, I'm just, like, mm. tired. I learned that 
it really pays to eat well. Food is good for food you. Food is really good for you. I, I've been eating, like, not a ton, mm-hmm. not just, like, you know, constantly shoving food on my mouth all day, mm-hmm. but, like, I've been eating meals, and I've been yeah, making sure step. that... Yeah, it's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was actually watching a video before you came over about... Mm-hmm. Um, it was on TEDx. Mm-hmm. Love me love me some TEDx. Uh, oh, yeah. TED Talks are great. TEDx is solid. But it was uh, talking about, like, the food you eat transferring to what makes up your brain. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah. Uh, just how literally, you know, the, the phrase, you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. It's It's just so true. Yeah. And... Like, what's good for you? What's not good for you? For you. Mm-hmm. If I'm being completely honest, I don't remember all the details of the video. All I know is a lot of the stuff I've been eating is pretty good. I've been eating yeah. a lot of peanut butter and apples. Yeah. That's been my, yeah. that's been my go-to, and it's great. Yeah. My, so my mantra and, and policy is that, like, if you, like eating food is good for you, mm-hmm. and, like, there aren't any, like, good or bad foods. Right. Um, if you're eating and you don't feel good, like, you're eating, like, I, sometimes I will eat a whole bag of salt and vinegar chips, and I'm not going to lie to you, that does not make me feel good, <laughs> um, because you shouldn't eat that many salt and vinegar chips because your mouth will bleed. Um, uh, it, it's so it. acidic. But, like, it, it, that's not something I'm doing every day. Right, And every, right. like, like, that doesn't change my life drastically. I'm not going to develop heart disease no, eating no, a bunch exactly. of chips one time. Um, so like eating food itself is good and positive. Right, always so I'm good. proud of you. Oh yeah, it's been Carry it's on. been fantastic. I feel alive, except mm-hmm. for like right, I'm tired right now. But you I know. am I am I am worn out. <laughs> I am worn out. You're for, worn out. But what for did you... a show that we kind of designed to be listened to in the morning over coffee, we record at 11 p.m. way, way too, too often. It's most of the time. Yeah, most it's most of the time. We're recording <laughs> at night. We don't have our coffee here. Yeah. I hope you do though. Yeah. I hope you are just energized and awake, and. I love Just, you. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love you. I don't understand the face that Cody is making because I can only see half of it because of the mask and it's, it's a weird face. It's, it's a weird face. It's strange. I'm so. I don't it's, know where. I don't know where called, that was going. It's I, that's weird vibes. that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's we got weird vibes. I would say a big positive of the week has been Stephanie. Yeah. Oh my God. So look, there's this dog, right? This do- and I think I've talked about her maybe a little bit before, but yeah, uh, we've called her like the landlord. Before. Yeah, the landlord. Um, she hangs around my apartment complex and uh, hangs out all the time. Oh yeah, uh, so She's like been, a German Shepherd mix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've been like feeding her and hanging out with her, and now we're best friends. Mm-hmm. She comes over every single day, and we spend like hours at a time together. And now I think I've just got to steal this dog. Yeah, they're best friends. Uh, it's gonna happen. And like I'm even moving to a place next year that mm-hmm. doesn't technically allow pets. Doesn't matter. This feels like a lapse of judgment, but it is a great dog. It is a great dog. It's a great dog. It is a lapse of judgment, 100%. Um, but I I'm am in no work. place to talk. I have a dog. I'm 21. It was a bad choice to get a dog. I love that dog. Like, <laughs> he is my own son. She um, a big outside dog, though. So that's yeah, why I she's think great. it could work. She's it could work. She'll come inside, but she's like, why are we in here? I can't run here. It, this is stupid. The place I'm moving is really just down the road a little bit. So mm. She's a cool dog. She's really cool. I, I, I yeah. kind of... Uh, I, Max and I frequently go like, ooh, animal blessing. Uh, and kind of every time we see Stephanie, we're like, it's an animal blessing, even though like we know why she's here. Indeed. Um, indeed she's an animal just a blessing. fun, she's a fun she's creature so to have around. Um, speaking of fun creatures and sweet things, what did you learn this week? That's in the vein. <laughs> Today we're really good at connecting, uh, connecting the dots. Um, I love connect a task the dots. that seven year olds can do, but we can't. Also, I love Connect Four. That's a Connect great Four game. is real fun. It's connect true. Four is real fun. Um, what did I learn this week? I Today for advising day, I got to go to a bunch of really cool seminars with alumna Ooh. from the um, 
the uh, philosophy and religion department. That's sick. Um, and I, I could talk. I mean, they were both 30 minutes, and I wish they'd been longer because they're from um, these wonderful students who are uh, defending their dissertation. So this is from their, like, their dissertation work. Whoa. Um, I, I wish I had their names off the top of my head because they were really cool work. But um, if, I, if I can find them through the PAR department, I'll link their um, like, uh, websites and work because mm-hmm. a lot of it's already published. Um, it was really fun. And one thing we talked about was like the ideas of perception and how like we perceive things. And so one of the examples that um, was used was when you look at your car, say you have a red car, you don't go, I see a mass of metal that has been painted red. Mm-hmm. You go, I see my car. Right. Because your perception of that car is based off of your experience with it. If you saw an identical car that was not yours, you might think that car looks like my car, right. even if they are technically completely identical because your perception is what your experience has been with them. But the, the difficulty is that we use the same type of perception for people. So I look at you and I see, theoretically, I see uh-huh. what my perception, my perception of you is based off of only my experience with you and does not right. take your experience into account. So if you were to say, uh, my dog died today, mm-hmm. I would say, I understand what you were feeling because my dog died once too. Mm-hmm. But what if you don't like that dog? Right. What if uh, that dog was a huge financial burden and it passing away while sad does take an easier part of your life? What if that dog was your best friend in the world and the dog that I lost was just, you know, my parents' dog that I grew up with when until I was seven? Mm -hmm. Because my perception of you isn't taking your experience into account. Right. Um, And so we're almost objectifying people by making their perception based off, by making our perception of them based off our experience with them Mm -hmm. instead of saying my experience and your experience meet up to form perception. Right. Um, so, so the cool. idea of it was to back away a little bit, and mm-hmm. when you look at someone before you judge them, take some time to put their experience into account. It's right. kind of the thing we've talked about before. With, like, empathy. With, yeah, stuff. with empathy and, and seeing oh, people. Oh, that's so cool. Because, like, I was about to say, with, with empathy, I feel like in a lot of scenarios, not in all scenarios, mm-hmm. I can't sit there and empathize with everything yeah. because it's hard, but really trying to put myself in someone's shoes and like understand that it just, it seems so simple and easy to me that I can like, I don't know, really connect with someone. And and it also allows you to acknowledge that your, your experience matters as a part of the perception as well. Mm -hmm. So if somebody hurts you and you know why they hurt you, it's okay that you're hurt. Right. If, if you, you know, bump into me and you bruise my arm, my arm's still bruised. Right. Even if your intention was not to do any harm. Of course. Because it's still our, there. My, your experience and my experience match up to mm-hmm. show what the perception is. Um, and yeah. sometimes we don't see it the same. Yeah. Um, but the experiences work together. And so it allows you freedom to say, I understand this, mm-hmm. but it affects me in this way. And allows you a little bit more empathy to say, I don't understand this and I'm not going to pretend that I do understand right. this because my experience can't possibly be the same as yours. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love it. It was really cool. I, I yeah. wish I wish that I had like absorbed more of it. Sometimes people use big words and I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> big words hard. So I, I hope I represented like the uh, the the point of the lecture as as well as possible. But um it definitely came through to me anyway. Like you. I very much get it. That's um, awesome. But yeah, let's let's get into the episode. We yeah. have a wonderful guest here today um from California and uh, someone that I've known for a long time and I'm really excited to get have this conversation with. Super um, exciting. Yeah so with that we'll see you in like 10 seconds or something. Welcome back to the Cosmic Coffee Shop. 
it's good it's good to see you after that that 10 second break in which mm-hmm. we played by how'd music. you like that music it was good right <laughs> there was an intro last week we riffed about how uh, we were gonna put in an intro and then we just didn't we didn't do it we didn't do it we uh went like a whole week and then like the yeah. night before and then i was like our hey, editor was we? like was like we're gonna release the the episode now are you guys ever gonna film an intro we were like ah no <laughs> so we didn't have one well granted we did most of the intro in like the actual yeah, episode. We did all the so. components of the intro. It just never actually happened. But that's okay because we all make uh, mistakes and nobody's perfect, like Hannah Montana said. That's right. We got to work it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know any other Hannah Montana lyrics. That's the only one. <laughs> that's all I know. Uh, I, you get the best of both worlds. Uh, party in the <laughs> USA. That's, that's not even, that's Miley Cyrus. That one's not <laughs> Hannah Montana. Come oh, on, oh, I'm Georgia. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, they're very different people. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, today we're here with a guest who's very near and dear to my heart, um, a longtime childhood friend, uh, Gabriel Grappi. Hi, what's up? I'm so excited to have you here. It, we haven't seen each other in many years. Literally, I but don't even remember the last time. I think Whoa. we saw each other like a few years ago, but we've known each other for over a decade now, we've which is a crazy thing to say. Phases. We've known each other <laughs> yes. through. <laughs> yeah. Their homeschool uh, Gabriel years. was there for my oh, entire oh. cargo shorts phase. The cargo shorts yeah. phase was a beautiful mm-hmm. phase. It was long. It was, it was long. long. I'm I'm getting back mm-hmm. into it mm-hmm. now, honestly. Oh, like, the pockets incredible. are useful. Come on, but like honestly, honestly they're I, useful. Yeah. I just bought a pair of pants online that had cargo pockets on the side, and I was like, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of like breaking my own <laughs> rules by uh-huh. buying these, yes. but. Yes. No. It's like a, it's a little scandalous. It's a little, it's a little, little scandalous. Dirty, it's fun. <laughs> what could be anything? <laughs> there are so many options for those so pockets. Many. I'm a big supporter of cargo pants, but uh yeah, I was I was a a very awkward middle schooler and Gabriel got to experience all of it. I loved it. Um cuz we were the best of friends, we were. which was really fun. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yes, but we're super excited to have you here today. Aww. Yeah. So happy to be here. Yeah. To start things off, uh let's just ask a first question. Uh Gabriel, get into it. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. You know, um, on the Enneagram, I'm a four. Yo! Yo! So... <laughs> you heard it, Cody's yeah, favorite topic. So you can't this just... is a record. <laughs> right. You can't just ask that question without me, like, going on some deep psychological... <laughs> that's okay. That's exactly what we want on this show. Who am I in the universe? Who am I in life, in my friends' lives? Yeah. You can answer all of those. Listen. So, so who are you in the universe? Who am, share. Who am I in this vast multiverse? Right. What is that from? That's a Marvel movie. Oh, Doctor oh, Strange. Doctor Strange. Sorry. Yeah. Do- um, it, that's it. one thing about me. I'm a massive. I'm a geek when it comes to uh. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but yeah, who am I? So I was born and raised in North Carolina, a awesome. small town called Landis. It's a speck of a town. Yeah, never heard of Southern it. Southern and I live in North Carolina. Yeah. No way. Oh. oh yeah, definitely. Born and raised. Beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Landis is I think they have like three thousand people. I think it was the population. Oh, wow. It's it's nothing. That's <laughs> There's a really big and fireman statue, and right. that's the only thing that's I That's the know. only thing that they paid thousands of dollars for that corny ass <laughs> yeah, fireman yeah. statue. It's incredible. Um but yeah, I I think four generations of my family lived in that town. Wow. Uh, my great-grandfather, my grandma, my my mom was born. Like, my grandma still lives in the house that my mom was raised in. 
Uh, my no. cousin just got married and he got a house a block away from my parents. <laughs> like wow. they are rooted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like generational, just like going down the line, right? Just mm-hmm. in the ta- I mm, like so. So I respect so you it. and both of your brothers right. are not in Landis anymore. What what was that like? Whenever I moved, so I live in Redding, California, right now. Mm-hmm. But um, whenever I said I was moving to California, my brother moved the year before me, and that was wow. just like mind blowing. Like yeah, oh my god, someone's leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> it felt kind of like scandalous. I left the year after him, and then my little brother moved the year after him. Um, mm-hmm. So my mom and dad are officially empty nesters. Uh, wow. But yeah, so it's definitely been. It was probably the riskiest. Looking back, like looking back on it, it felt so risky, um, mm-hmm. because I re- I really was giving up everything I knew. I was giving up community, everything. Right. Um, but since coming mm-hmm. out here, I think it's so important to have those those journeys and those moments of actually leaving your hometown and leaving because it's like i actually out here i've discovered okay who is gabe outside right. of his family who is he outside of you know the people that knew him like mm-hmm. it's been so i can say the same thing for my little brother it's been this um it's been a whole thing of like no who are we like you know we grew up right. grew up in the church we grew up like we were we were committed all the stuff, but it was almost like who, but no, who are we? Like, who are we outside yeah. of what people think we are outside of what people mm-hmm. expect us to be? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. There was, there was a lot of, of like, cause we, Gabriel and I grew up in the same church. Um, oh, wow. and Gabriel's brother Tanner and I are the same age. We were like best friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and still someone that I, I love very much, but yeah. we're so far away. It's hard to like stay connected. For sure. Um, but there was a lot of like our, the older people in the church would treat me and Tanner like we were a, like in a relationship oh my and we had no like, interest in one another mm-hmm. and it always made us both really uncomfortable but it was like this this like southern mindset of like girl guy like each other must oh, get married oh, and you're girl, like oh girl yes. guy wear tie-dye every other yeah. every other girl, day. Guy, girl guy have similar interests <laughs> they are married right, <laughs> right 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 uh so so figuring out like who uh, who you are outside of even the relationships people put onto you right. mm-hmm. can, can be a really kind of strange moment. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because it's almost just like, oh, I didn't know that you were deciding that for me. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. thank you so much for telling me who I'm interested in. Thank you for in. that memo. That, that could have right, been an email. Right, right. <laughs> Good. That thank thank God email. you planned out my could've entire life. Could have been an email, <laughs> but instead you just turned it into trauma. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh, but. Oh, my God. That's great. Oh, yeah, totally deep roots in the South, deep roots Mm -hmm. in the church. I love the church. She, so out here in Reading, I came out here for a ministry school, um, Mm -hmm. which was liberating in the sense of I actually was able to think for myself. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there's very much a hive mind in the South where Mm -hmm. it is like, oh, we, I agree that I believe this. I believe this. We have to. And if we right. don't, then we have to disconnect. And like being out here, just West Coast environment is just so different. It was mm-hmm. like it actually gave me the opportunity to be like, no, actually, I can actually believe different than you. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's like I've from that place, I've been able to step back and be like, no, I I still love the church, but I'm recognizing she still has a lot of flaws. She mm-hmm. she's a busted sister. At moments, mm-hmm. she <laughs> she can be a bit, bit of a bridezilla, 
but it's oh, not. <laughs> she could be a bridezilla. The church, the bridezilla of Christ. The bridezilla. <laughs> it happens, and I'm like, okay, right. Yeah. And so I still love it, and I still think that there, um, there's a lot of good, but it's been a lot mm-hmm. of just like, okay, kind of right. taking the meat, spitting out the bones type of thing. Do you remember the specific moment that you started to kind of like lose connection to the church? Because I have a really specific memory for myself. I'm always curious to hear from other people. So I don't know if I've lost connection to the church. I know there was there's a specific moment when I um, started thinking and started believing things that were... Um, not scandalous, but that were very mm-hmm. frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, when yeah. I actually started having questions, right? When I was like, no longer, I snapped out of the matrix, and I was no longer like, oh, why did we do this? Oh, why did mm-hmm. I do this? Like, I think that happened for me when I moved here. Um, right. It was more of like it was then I was getting people from back home in my DMs being like. Gabriel, I actually don't like what you just said about like this. Like they were just like, wow. they were yeah. making it clear, and mm-hmm. my heart wasn't coming from a place of just like you know f you like, like it was coming from a place of just like no, I'm trying to figure things out. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But it kind of happened when I moved out here. It was like, oh, actually, I don't know if I agree with you on certain things, and I was l- yeah. allowing myself and giving myself the permission to be like, oh, I actually don't know if I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is something I feel like I needed. Um, Absolutely, and something that, especially leadership here, has like given me the space to actually be like, oh, actually, I grew up my whole life just believing this certain thing. Right. I actually have space to be like, oh, let me think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is that is you that know? really with my beliefs? Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. You you mentioned uh, you know, the church in the South being kind of like a hive mind. Yeah, I want you to talk about your experience with that because I know I have a very specific like experience with that same idea. For sure. uh, in my church, it was just like, like if you didn't follow the same rules, if you didn't mm-hmm. do the same thing everyone else did, dress the same way, raise your hand when everyone else was singing, like right. mm-hmm. it was frowned upon. It was like, oh, you're not Christian enough. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I want I want to hear some of that. Like, yeah. how was that growing up, and how has that changed since you got to California? You've been able to like be yourself in what ways have your views changed i think the best way that i can put it is um like i love what you said of like people saying oh if i don't raise my hand then i'm not (laughs) i'm not as good of a christian as this right and i'm like Mm -hmm. i think the the liberating thing and because it's like because i i say this from this point of view but at the same time I also was that person who was like, oh, you're not doing like, it's right. like, I say this, but I actually have lived on both sides. Like I have lived yeah. on the, oh, you're not doing this. Mm-hmm. We've like, been in the hive. Right. I've been in and I've been out. Oh, wow. And yeah. so I'm like looking on it. Um, I don't know. It's like this thing of it was a measuring stick for me. It was mm-hmm. looking back on it. I mean, again, like I've been on this journey of just as much awful things i've experienced i've also been like okay there was probably some good things in that um yeah but like even a few months ago i was with my mentor i i'm in an internship at the the moment 
um, and I'm interning for a pastor in the first year of the school that I go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about, like, he was talking to me and my team, and he was like, all right, what do you guys do? Like, how do you really, like, go into the Word of God? Like, how do you read your read your Bible? How do you this, this? Like, he was just, like, really pulling things out of us. And mm-hmm. I do not know what happened. I was just standing there, and I just froze. And everyone Whoa. was going, and then my one of my teammates saw me, and she saw that I was about to burst into tears. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Gabriel, say something. Like, she was, like, mouthing it to me from across the room. She's like, say yeah. something. And I was like, mm-mm. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> nope. No, no, and no. they just kept going, kept going, and I kept building and building and building. And finally, she was like, hey, Gabe, how are you feeling about all this? And I just, guys, <laughs> I bawled my eyes out. Whoa. Oh, and no. my mentor saw me, and he was like, oh, I see what's happening. And so... He just asked me to talk, and I just vomited. I was like, I was like, the Bible was a measuring stick for me. I was like, it was this, and I was like, I was like, I remember, like, they would be like, like, show me your Bibles. How many verses have you highlighted? How many times oh have, my like, God. have you written in your Bible? Like, yes. I was just yeah. vomiting all this pain. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it was a fir- it was a few moments that have happened like that where I realized, oh. I think the it was there was a lot of pain in the sense of like the measuring stick, mm-hmm. the measuring stick yeah. of oh, am I highlighting my Bible? Like mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like one thing out of right. over encompassing. But like that was a moment for me that I was like, oh, I think that there's something. Like I was afraid. I actually I remember I made the statement in the middle of my trigger. I was like, I, yeah. I said, how can you fall in love with your judge? Ooh. That's such a oh, good statement. That's I was a great like, statement. I was like, "How can I fall in love with my judge?" Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, yeah. there was no way. And that was just my in the moment. And I was like, "Oh, like, yeah." I, like, there was a lot of things that I recognized growing up. Like, as much beauty as there was, there was also some mm-hmm. things that I was like, "You're not actually the way it was presented." Wasn't so mm-hmm. much like, "Hey, this is a gospel of." grace this is a gospel of a merciful god it was more right. of like hey here are these standards like here are these mm-hmm. expectations yeah. and these things that you have to meet um and i felt like if i wasn't doing them then i was you know i was the bad christian or i right. wasn't yeah and so that was the whole thing of like oh who would want to fall in love with the word if it was used like that mm-hmm. Who right. Would, <laughs> who would it's scary. It is. That started so young for us. Like we had competitions of how quickly you could find a scripture in the Bible, mm-hmm. and if you found it first, they like gave you a piece of candy. Oh and, my like, god! Oh man, did y'all ever like yeah. have like Wednesday night stuff like Awanas, where you'd go in there, you'd like memorize a verse, maybe get a piece of candy oh, if yeah. you did well enough. You, you like, would get rewards <laughs> for uh-huh. memorization. Yeah. Um, but not interpretation, not understanding. There was there was no impact on understanding. There was only impact on like I've holding it in my brain and it's it's living in my brain the idea of, of like memorizing uh versus actually understanding or, or learning how to interpret anything is is really damaging in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um but the measuring stick metaphor and the, like the judgment metaphor I, I never heard that before and i really i resonate with that um the the thing that impacted me the most when i was a kid from the church uh, had less to do with the bible and more to do with really structured prayer where mm-hmm. one of the pastors had said like 
what if tomorrow you only had what you had thanked God for the day before? And as like a 12 year old, I developed insomnia by staying up and thanking God verbally for every single thing I had oh, for, because of so the deep sad. fear that I would wake up the next day and it would be gone. Oh, and then I know Lord now I. as an adult, like I can live my life in spiritual gratefulness. That does not mm. require me to verbally go, thank you that there's a sky. Thanks that I have a roof. Thank you <laughs> right. that there are books on my bookshelf. Thank you that there's a sky. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> because if I don't thank you for it, you're going to take it away. It's going to be gone. There'll yeah. be no atmosphere and then yeah. we'll all die. Thanks yeah. God. And like, like, oh, what if I've forgotten something and then tomorrow there's right. nothing left because right. I forgot to thank God for it. Like that's way too much responsibility to put on any child. Right. And it's that, it's that spirit of religion. I always tell them mm. like the spirit of religion is what I feel like. I made the statement to somebody once. They were like, what's your dream in life? I was like, my dream is to destroy the spirit of religion. And they were all like, mm. they're like, that's a really mm. big dream. I was like, yeah. Interesting because, dream to be in ministry school. <laughs> interesting dream to be in ministry school. But I'm like, no, it's like the spirit of religion has never done anything for me. Besides mm-hmm. give me fear, besides um, like give me anxiety. Like it has yeah. never done anything yeah. for me. I'm like, it is, I will come to this conclusion every single time that it is, it is relationship, it is relationship, it is relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, My relationship to God is so strong and powerful and connected, but, like, <laughs> I could never... I, I feel like I could never ask someone to get to that point by reading a book. Right. You know? Mm. Like, like my, I love I love the Bible, personally. Like, I, I love the scriptures that I read and resonate with mm-hmm. um, as they are completely separated from what I was taught about the scriptures. My, my favorite thing in adulthood has been picking a scripture that a... Uh, a, um, I, I almost want to call them lectures more than sermons mm. that like a lecture was based off of and reading the rest of the chapter mm. and realizing mm. how like like just ripped out of context they are yeah mm. like the, the one that I remember the most is um, like uh, respect your father and mother is followed immediately by a scripture that says but fathers if you drive your children to anger you, they don't owe you their respect yeah, and it was it, like it, it's a, it's a scripture that you can use to just d- dismantle generations of emotional abuse. Right. Like, oh, I don't have to respect you if you are antagonizing me. Oh, 100%. You don't, I don't know you. That I boundary, like, like yeah. honor, honor is a big thing in my heart as well. Of just like, oh, I think honor is a is a great is a great thing, but like, but where do I draw the line? Right. Like, yeah. where do where is the boundary? I'm like, I will mm-hmm. honor you. But like, mm-hmm. if you are not treating me with honor, <laughs> I'm yes. like, I kind of need a. It's mm-hmm. a two way street, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's, parents it's a turn all the, other the time. Thing. Yeah, I hear, I hear parents all the time just using that one verse. They're just like, you honor your father and mother, honor your father and mother. I mean, my parents used it all the time, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I totally would if you, you know, gave me respect because I'm right. also yeah. a human being. Right. Yeah. When you use scripture like that, it's mm-hmm. no longer, mm-hmm. and like we. I, looking back on it, we did that all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, looking. that's not actually honor. That's manipulation. Right. Like, yes. manipulation. Yeah. That's the spirit of manipulation. That is not in yeah. any way honor. Are you saying, right. hey, mm-hmm. honor your father and mother, so you better do what I say. I'm like, no, you're yeah. twisting scripture for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. You're actually... Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to go to hell if you don't let your parents have right. this guard over you. Mm. Huh. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. It's heavy that's really stuff. Can I ask, Gabriel, what... What does your relationship to God feel like now that it is separated mm. from the spirit of religion? Whew. Uh, it feels revived. It feels mm. um, renewed. The spirit of religion told me that um, God would disconnect from me. 
if mm-hmm. I wasn't doing everything right. Like yeah. the spirit of religion told me that my, that he was fragile. The spirit of religion mm-hmm. told me that God was uh, intimidated or he was insecure. Mm-hmm. The spirit of religion mm-hmm. told me that um, I I could not be a human. Like, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing that I have I've learned that God is kind, and I've learned that. Um, he is not the tyrant that I thought he was, but I've learned, like, I can actually be a human being. Like, yeah. one of my uh, pastors in the second year of school, she was told me, she's like, Gabriel, she's like, it's okay. She like, she literally took me for a walk one day because I was so pissed off at the Lord. <laughs> I was like, I was so, I was so pissed. And she was like, she took me for a walk and she just let me go out in the parking lot and just cuss him out. I was literally, I was like, I was like, who the <laughs> yeah i just i went for it and like yeah uh-huh. oh my god and if anyone from back home hears this they're probably gonna think that oh my god gabriel is <laughs> oh my god if they hear this episode they've heard the first 20 and they already think one of us is a huge <laughs> all right well uh, we're in okay, this together at least two of us oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> true, like, true, true. i just i went out and i just cussed him out and mm-hmm. yeah my pastor she even she even told me she's like hey Gabe she's like she asked me if I cussed him out and I told him like yeah and she's like great and it wasn't from this place of just like she was giving me permission to actually be a human being and to be mad and to and like in those moments like it broke the Lord's heart that I was saying those things about him obviously because if I cussed anybody out they'd be like oh that hurts that you that you think that <laughs> ouch yeah, that like ouch feelings. like that's yeah. still, that still hurt his heart. But he wasn't insecure in the point of like, oh, now I have to disconnect. It was actually right. an invitation for him to bring me in closer. Yeah. And it's like, that is the thing that I always, even the students that I'm mentoring this year, I'm just like, no. Like, like my pastor always told me, she was like, allow your humanity to encounter the humanity of Jesus. Like the perfect humanity of Jesus is enough for your humanity. So it was yeah. like, oh, Gabe, okay, be a human. Like, be a human. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if you do not get it right every single time, it is because you have flesh and blood. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And so she allowed me to be like, oh, actually, like, I'm not going to be ostracized because yeah. I cussed the Lord out. He's not going to push me away. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was that, that the spirit of religion, like, I would have never. I remember... <laughs> My little brother has Snapchat videos of, like, me before I came out here. And, like, I think Daniel said shit or something. And I was like, Daniel, don't say that. Daniel, don't. I was like, I was like, I felt like I had to do, like, a Hail Mary or something. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I was like, we were, like, very yeah. clean-cut people. Very, very But I, I think we all had a lot of, I like, a little, like, a fight in us that, mm-hmm. that like, I, I would need that fight later. Like, I've needed that fight that I had. But I remember doing, like, devotionals that were, like, how to get rid of anger. And, right. And my, my opinion now is that, like, anger separate from hatred is not bad. I think hatred mm-hmm. is bad. Spot on. Hatred is that evil yeah. evil thing. But but anger is natural. We can be Spot angry. Right. Spot on. Um, we have to be. And it's I think it's important. Cr- like, it's one of, like, the, the core emotions we have. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's and, like, so I've always I've always, like, adored that story in the Bible of, of Jesus going into the temple and, like, flipping tables and, yeah. and yelling at the Pharisees. And that, like... I used to call it, like, righteous anger, but I don't even know if it's righteous so much. It's just, like, 
anger. sometimes <laughs> things will yeah. harm us enough that mm-hmm. we're just like, I, uh, I'm angry. I don't want to hurt anyone, but I right. do just want to yell yes. and let it free. My family and like our church and everything used that story and they took it and like twisted it a little bit. They were like, mm-hmm. well, his, his anger was justified because it was a sin against God. You know, mm. you can't oh, yeah. get angry. Right. You can only do it if someone is if someone is slandering Jesus. You can get angry yeah. at them then. And I'm like, oh, oh you are sad. Right. Straight to hell with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Straight to hell. to hell with you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm in the fire. all of us in middle school with depression are just like, oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Just having a breakdown. God. It was always, oh, yeah. like, throughout middle school and high school, it was always, like, me freaking out. Like, am I going to heaven? Am I going to hell? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I'm always messing up. I, like, according to everyone else's standards, mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. messing up. And right. I can just mm-hmm. never be sure of anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. like, these impossible standards that no one lives up to, but everyone would pretend they did. Yeah. So the, it's, like... Is my spiritual high higher than yours thing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's full-on, like, yeah. Pharisee shit, yeah. you know? That kind of stuff really just makes me question where the church is at today in general like i personally i don't go to church uh but only like it's not because i don't believe in god uh because i totally do it's just not i don't know yeah the The, same way the form of god you believe in is different all i see with that is is the way that jesus viewed the pharisees it it feels two-faced almost i'm not saying that about that about every church but especially the church in the south i i definitely got bullied in high school by people who were kneeling at the altar 30 minutes before yeah and like that is a big Mm -hmm. element of my childhood that i go ah that isn't really what i was looking for (laughs) yeah this hurt me a lot yeah the meanest kids in youth group were the ones that were up there like raising yeah. their hands but i i knew whenever i looked at anyone that uh, like started it like everyone else would be yeah. looking around it always hurt me a lot because worship is a huge huge part of my life that like when i was yeah. in when i was in the church i like longed for the time when you got to worship yeah. because it was so comforting to me for sure. mm-hmm. and i've learned now like as i'm um exploring like the possibility of being on the autism spectrum that part of that was just being able to freely move and nobody would look at you weird mm-hmm. and i could like freely like i almost mm-hmm. think of it as like stimming um but like the space where i felt so calm because i could like rock and move around and nobody right. would be like what are you doing right yeah, yeah, yeah um and so right. i loved but i also felt so connected and i love music and that's still a part of my life today um, it's, it was kind of hard when I started moving away from the church to hear from people how inauthentic that experience was for them when wow. the experience was so authentic for me. Wow. Um, right. I always felt an authentic mm-hmm. experience with it, like singing and, you know, yeah. the praise and worship part of church was always my yeah. favorite. Um, it wasn't when I like looked around and saw how everyone else yeah. treated it, but like I took it seriously and I never felt like I had to sit there and act like everybody mm-hmm. else to take yeah. it seriously. In fact, I, I never ever once like raised my hands in prayer mm-hmm. or praise. If because you're not I felt to do that, it's not. Like that would yeah. be inauthentic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because um, Gabriel, you're, you're a musician and you lead worship. How does worship play into your life? Oh, worship. Worship mm-hmm. has been an interesting thing. I'm, um, mm-hmm. In the first year of school here, I made the worship teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. I, it kind of started a whole journey um of because my journey here was almost like who is Gabe without his voice Mm -hmm. like who is Mm. Gabe apart from his Mm -hmm. voice who is Gabe because back home I was known for my like I was known for singing I was known like that was something Mm -hmm. a big thing that people paired me with um and so worship um 
it kind of it's been an interesting journey. I I still feel I still love I still love worship. I still feel called to it in a certain like sense. Um, not the way it's gonna. I feel like worship in general is gonna be is gonna look a lot different in the future. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I mean the whole when you were like oh I feel bad for like uh. Like, I want to raise my hands, but I don't feel like that's authentic. I'm like, yeah, right. like, I literally, mm-hmm. like, that's something I just started working through, I think, last year. I'm like, <laughs> wow. so, like, I think I just started working through that. I was just <laughs> like, oh, because, like, a lot of times, it's like, if you're not the loudest or if you're not the most um, vocal mm-hmm. or if the most exuberant, I was like, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, are they actually worshiping? And there was yeah. one day mm-hmm. in school where they were, like, asking me, like, they were asking our class to, like, worship in a way that feels risky to you. Like, worship in a way that feels, like, uncomfortable. Mm. And I asked Jesus, and I was like, okay, what I, like, what would that be? And I heard him. He was like, sit down. And I was like, okay. So I mm. sat down, and, like, everyone was losing their, like, losing their minds and just, like, going for it. And I just sat there. And I was like, still engaged, wow. but like, I just sat there and a buddy of mine came up behind me. He was like, he was like, thank you for risking that. He was like, it would have been a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like, it would have been a lot oh, easier wow. for you to, to scream or dance. Like that would have been a lot easier, mm-hmm. but thank, thank you for risking mm-hmm. your, um, approval. Like, thank you for mm-hmm. risking and just sitting down and doing nothing. Yeah. And I was like, that was a thing. That I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need, yeah, like, uh, authenticity is a such a big part of my life, and it's such a big value mm-hmm. of me, and I'm like, I don't want to do anything <laughs> that could be the Enneagram four. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, could be. That's it. No, that was I'm my like, first yeah. thought. With oh it. my god, you're like, four. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, it's yep. such a big thing. I'm like, I don't want to do anything fake. I'm like, and I don't think yeah. Jesus wants right. me to do anything God. fake. Oh, it's the worst. Why would he want right. me? Right. Why would he want me to do something that is just like, he doesn't want me to give him like something fake or something ingenuine. I'm like, right. he'll take yeah. what he can get, but it means so much more to him when I give him Gabriel. It means so much more to him when I give right. him, hey, this is who I am and this is what I want to give type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think Jesus can sit there and tell when you're sitting there being yeah. inauthentic and fake and running around screaming in yeah. his yeah. name, like, you know? If that's if that's authentic uh, for you, that's all the power to you. Yeah, but um for sure. like like it, we do a lot of things in the church for the approval of those around us. Mm-hmm. Um I had a, I have had mm-hmm. a, a just a bucket of experiences of mm-hmm. of people coming to me and going, How's your relationship with the Lord? And you being like, Fine, well, why are you asking? <laughs> yeah, and then and then later, yeah, right? later in life, going, oh, you meant how's my relationship with the church? How's my relationship oh, with your view of life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had so many moments like that that like recently I've been like, oh, I just started, perf- I've started performing for you less, and you missed that performance, but that is not affecting my authenticity That's and my it. relationship with God. Georgia, right. <laughs> good job. <laughs> But that's it, though. I'm like, it's like, but I always talk, even, like, I had a really great conversation with a friend of mine, um, Mm -hmm. who, he, I think last year, uh, just came out as gay, 
and I was mm-hmm. like talking to him, and he was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, like, he was having a moment where he was just like talking to the Lord, and he was like, like, hey, like, do you still love me? And like, mm-hmm. he just felt the compassion and the love of Jesus just mm-hmm. overwhelm him, mm-hmm. and. Like, he was talking to me about, like, his sexuality and, like, this is something that he's just, like, he's, like, yeah. He's, like, I don't really care what anybody else is thinking right now. He's, like, it's yeah. between me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. He was, like, mm-hmm. what? And I always, I'm, like, we, I, it's a big thing that I, like, tell people now. I'm, like, you know, like, whatever you do in your life, I'm, like, that's between you and the Holy Spirit. I'm, like, that's between yeah. you. I'm, like, whatever like you are governed in your life between you and the Lord. I'm like, yeah. I don't really have, if he's told you something, I'm like, I can't really, you know, go against that. I can't, I can't go against yeah. what he's yeah. told you. And what, yeah. cause again, it's all about relationship, not so much. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. like, like when I see people do things that are not causing any other human harm. If, if I watch someone causing right. someone harm, mental or physical in the name of God, I will still go. I don't think that, the connect like I don't think that God has as said the thing you think He said. But mm. if someone is doing something that, that causes, yep. I mean, literally no harm, that is doing nothing wrong, um, I think that's mm-hmm. that's because I I've had people be like, well, it's your choice to be gay, but it's my choice to hate you because God oh said so. my and I'm like, God, oh, that's where did He say <laughs> the hate? <laughs> yes, exactly. Where yeah, exactly? He never yeah. did. I want passages, I mean, people. If we're <laughs> If we're being literal about it, he never said it was wrong. Yeah, because interpretation of the Bible I is so that. difficult. Their, I literally, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my word. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I, I never had that moment of wrestling with God over my sexuality. I, I like, mm-hmm. I thought I, because I, I, I started talking to people and everybody was like, yeah, I really had to wrestle with it. And I was like, I didn't know I was gay. And when I figured it out, it didn't ever cross my mind to have to fight with anybody about it. I was mm-hmm. just like, that's all right. Okay. Um, mm. and I just roll with really it, which, which I think, I think plays into like how I perceive the world as pretty literal anyway, but it's never been a point of like self hatred. It's, it's never stirred that up. Oh, I, and I hope it never would. I... <laughs> yeah. But I've, I've heard so many experiences that have, and it's, it's, it's made me so sad because I realized that like nobody in my church ever looked at me and had a fear that I might be gay. I never presented like I might be. Um, and so they had no reason to like target mm-hmm. me. Whereas I've, I've talked to a lot of people who presented like they might be gay, who right. got like honed in on like, are, how's the relationship with the Lord? Are you going to be okay? Right. Do you understand like what your purity matters? And like mm-hmm. hearing that makes it so clear Gosh. to me that it's, it's not a religious thing as it is a, you know, conceptual perception thing, which, which really impacts me mm-hmm. when I hear people talk about how they had to leave the church because they were gay and sacrifice a relationship that meant a lot to them. <sighs> it is something yeah. that's been, it's so funny. I was literally, but honestly, this is just vulnerable vulnerability. Before I got on this uh, podcast, I was bawling my eyes out in my car <laughs> um, because I was watching a sermon and uh-huh. this guy just starts, like he was talking about, um, this wedding that or they were in Hawaii and they saw a wedding and then he was like they realized that it was a lesbian wedding and he was like the way he went about talking about it he brought he brought things up like this consistently mm-hmm. but it just like broke my heart 
and I just got out of my car and I started bawling. I was like, Jesus, I need, I, I need you to to speak to me right now. I need to know what's happening. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, my, my heart is like, I hope that no one ever feels like they can't step into a church because mm-hmm. of their own internal beliefs. I hope that no one is ever um, disqualified from the love of God because mm-hmm. of of their beliefs or because mm-hmm. of their sexual orientation or because of I hope no one ever feels that way. So but it's heartbreaking. Like you said, yeah. like people literally have self hatred over that. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus never like shame, self hatred, I do not tolerate. I nope. <laughs> like that is one yeah. thing in my life. I'm like, I don't tolerate that in any mm-hmm. in any aspect. <laughs> Yeah, because um, I don't. I don't feel like I could go back to our home church yeah. if people knew if, if, who I oh, am, like authentically. Like, I'm not like if people listen to this podcast, if, they know because I talk about it all the time. Sure. Um, I think I yeah. inadvertently came out to some family members through this show. So <laughs> hi, hi, extended That's family. Um, <laughs> I, but um, I'm not like, out on social media. I'm, I'm clearly supportive, but um, like it's not. Right. I, I have. I'm in a heterosexual relationship. People don't like really know what, how I like who I am or how I feel and. I feel like if they did, it would be hard for me to go back to our home church. I, think I, they I would. like. I don't think I would want to. Oh, I, I could never go sense. back to my home church. I, like, I, it makes sense why you wouldn't. Yeah, my family. Yeah, my entire family got like slandered by the church. Super fun, like just because like the mm-hmm. things with my parents that happened, and then uh, my sister's mm-hmm. sexuality, and then me, <laughs> and then uh, Dakota being Dakota, just being who I am. <laughs> Like if anyone if anyone heard this podcast or like yeah. knew what I do like because I I already no got way. a ton of crap for going to school for theater I I had I gave I don't think I told you this but the amount of conversations I had where somebody sat me down and said are you sure you don't just want to be a worship leader and I was like no what <laughs> they're like if you sing God wow. wants you to be a worship leader and I was like I think I know what God oh wants for my, my life yeah oh you about to open oh a whole my can God. of worms sis don't even go there <laughs> don't even go <laughs> no. don't take me there. I'm about to no, open I'm it. Interested. I'm about open, to open a can of worms. No, no, don't do it. Open it. Open that can of worms. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh my, my god. god. The whole thing of Oh, god. like you sing. Do you have to sing to the Lord? I literally yes. the music I'm about to release mm-hmm. is first of all, I hate the idea of secular and sacred music. I'm like, right? it's either gonna glorify the right. Lord or just like it won't. Yeah. Like, there's Your no attitude system. towards music. Like, oh my, I, 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 I write you know, tons right. of songs every week that to me are this this therapeutic connection with the Lord of me releasing something that is, is hurting right. me and letting go of it by putting it into right. music. And like, what and were the Davidic songs? I never said the word Jesus in it. <laughs> right. Like, what were the Davidic songs? Mm. The Davidic songs yeah. were just David just probably in their time, he was yeah. probably cussing the Lord out. Like, he was oh, probably yeah. just saying Just releasing trauma. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I can't imagine, like, you know, we think, religious culture is strict here but i'm like back in those days oh my god it was probably just blasphemous but i'm like that was the davidic psalms it was it was david being like pouring his heart out and we still call we call that worship like to this day we say all songs of worship and we sing them but i'm like like, it was david being like i'm depressed (laughs) (laughs) i am yeah 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 like this sucks everyone is coming from my neck where are you like but I'm like, that's, and so that's yeah. the thing. I'm like, but, and that was one of the, like, it kind of ties into my journey with worship where I thought 
I could only do worship since I sing and since I love the Lord. But like he was like no like the song I'm about to release within the next few weeks, it was just like it wasn't necessarily it's not a it's not there's no worship. Like I yeah most of the songs I write I don't even mention his name. Just because I'm like mm-hmm. his presence is enough. Like I don't have to Worship is your business. Right. But if if that song is worship for you, it's for you. Yeah. It's my heart and I'm like and I yeah. think that's like even in scripture it's like he's he's looking for worshipers who worship in spirit and truth like he's yeah. looking for wholehearted worshipers and so a wholehearted mm-hmm. worshiper for me is oh my god like just yeah. like <laughs> it's just writing what i'm like yeah. going through you know yeah to share a piece of your heart is a huge it's I a huge level that. of ability. i yeah. hate that they told you that you know Honestly, that that's what makes me feel like I felt like this for a while now. That just looking back at my hometown, my home church, and everything, I I feel like more of a Christian, even though I don't personally identify as like mm-hmm. a religious Christian. Uh, I feel like more of a Christian than mm-hmm. what I saw from most people there, mm-hmm. you know. And it's because I could just like, like I feel connected yeah. to God in a much different way. I don't have to sit there and like be deep in prayer like i meditate um i practice like a lot of like mm-hmm. buddhist practices and i don't know i feel connected in that way i feel connected when i do my art i feel connected when i'm like right. wholeheartedly in something mm-hmm. and i feel like it brings good into the universe when i let go of the pressure to evangelize i feel like i became much much closer mm-hmm. to god because like the the part of my life when i was in yeah. high school where i was like i was yeah. like i'm sad oh, because yeah. some of my friends are gonna go to hell and now i'm like <laughs> I don't know that that's their business <laughs> that's not my job yeah. like i can i can be there for them and show them mm-hmm. the love and the compassion and the grace that i have been shown through the lord in my relationship with the lord yeah. but i don't have to stand there and say if you don't receive this the same way that i received it then you're going to be damned for all eternity i don't think yeah, that's it's right. all that's about encounter it's, a, it's about personal yeah. encounters it's all about yeah. like i mm-hmm. my whole thing and it's been like it's been my journey of being a being a believer being a follower of jesus being in the church but also having a heart for the lgbtqia it's like mm-hmm. it's been a thing of mine i've just been like all right lord how do you actually like how do you want to go about loving this community that has been ostracized like mm-hmm. oh it breaks my heart mm-hmm. um and i'm just like i don't and I, I was listening. There is a, there's a, there's a woman here in Reading, who, um, she was a lesbian. Now she's not. But she was talking about like in this one class of mine. She was like, um, she's like, I don't know if I've ever discovered how to evangelize, to the LGBTQ. Mm. She's like, because I don't really think it's about evangelism. She's like, my whole job is to love. Mm-hmm. My whole, my only job is to love. And I'm like, whatever happens in a person's, mm-hmm. like, whatever the Lord does with their salvation, mm-hmm. whether it does, like, I, you know, it's just, I, it is this thing in me. I'm just like, no, I can't, I cannot judge anybody. Like, yeah, I literally, that is, that is above my pay grade, which is mm-hmm. nothing. Right. <laughs> like, yes, but I'm like, yes. I'm like, it's above my pay grade to, to be like. tell someone yeah. I'm yeah. Like, what's right and wrong yeah i'm like it's you know, like tell- jesus is the man of truth and so i'm like if they if they mm-hmm. 
if in their encounter, like my friend who is like on this journey of sexuality with his relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. I'm like, if like whatever Jesus tells him, I'm like, Jesus is the man of truth. I'm like, I, tr- mm-hmm. I trust Jesus. I trust him enough. Like, and I yeah. trust his compassion. I'm like, I trust mm-hmm. it. And it's just like, my only job is to be like, how can, how can yeah. somebody meet the Lord through my love? Mm-hmm. And then whatever happens after that is beyond me. I'm like, yeah. whatever happens, I can, I can lead someone to the Lord through evangelism. But I'm like, if they just encounter his love through me and then whatever happens after that, that is not my business. Yeah, that's type on of you. Thing. It's, uh, no one has mm-hmm. the authority to tell someone what God thinks of their life. The only thing that I know for certain is that God right. loves everyone. And mm-hmm. that is the only thing that I will tell someone about yep. God. Because I'll tell them how they how I have experienced a relationship with God in my life, right? And that is the end of my authority. Mm-hmm. Everyone else can find can find that in their own way, um, and I think that's an, I think that's important yeah. because I, I spent a lot of time in my life assuming that I had been given the authority because somebody with the authority had told me what God thought of my mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and then years later down the road, I was like, that was harmful information. That's not what my life was. Oh. That was that was a mis a misled moment. Wow. Um, and, and, also, and I feel like I lost a lot of time. You, but also, like, if they were telling you what the Lord thought about your life and just yeah. calling out, just mm-hmm. slandering you, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. probably not what the Lord thinks about your life. I'm like, yes, that's probably yes. not what the nope. father, like, mm-hmm. a, a father, a loving father would say to his kids. He probably wouldn't go to yes. be like, hey, you're a piece of shit. But, yeah. you know, I still love you. Like, yeah. he wouldn't. <laughs> No, like yeah. we have, like it's a th- it's a thing right. that we say over here. It's calling out the gold in somebody's life. It's mm-hmm. like you know, there's probably a lot of dirt. There's probably some things that hey, you know what? Like you might need to get cleaned up a little bit. But hey, I see mm-hmm. gold in you, and I'm like, I would much rather pay attention mm-hmm. to the gold in your life than any type mm-hmm. of dirt or any type of yeah something that or disagreement or I would mm-hmm. much rather be like oh. Like, wow, you are so compassionate. Wow, your heart yeah. is so, like, much rather focus on that than focus on whatever I disagree with, that, if that makes sense. I don't think God would have made us human right. if he wanted us to be perfect in every way. We're, we're human oh. with duality exactly. on purpose. For I mean, why would, he, why would he have sent Jesus if we, yeah. why would, like, why would, yeah. like, that would have mm-hmm. been, there would if be we no were already perfect, if, if we would have had to send us. And I really struggle with, with, uh, mental health in, in high school and the big thing that that started to I, there are a lot of things that, that turned me away from the church but one of the big things that turned like my personal relationship away from the church was the idea that I was causing my mental health struggles that like I had let the devil into my life and that's why oh. I had depression um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I like oh. w- like fully let go of that in college and was like I have a support system in my relationship with God and I can use that and, and like rely on that to help me get through something that is not caused by God or caused by me. It's right. just an unfortunate element of my humanity. Right. Yes. Um, and that's, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always going to have mental illness. It's a part of, it's a part of my life, but I can, <laughs> I, I have learned ways to, uh, yeah, I've learned ways to, to fight it that, do not shame me. It's not my mm-hmm. fault that I'm mentally ill, and it's not mm-hmm. anyone's fault that I'm mentally ill. Um, but I am able to survive yeah. in the life that I was given because I've found that 
relationship and that strength. But if I had found that in high school, I feel like a lot of my my life might have been a little oh, easier. Oh, everything would have been changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, your whole life would be different. If there were things yeah. to, I mean, even my 100%. counselor now, I'm like, she, like, she's a believer. But at the same time, she's very cautious of of not using spirituality to mm-hmm. for psychological mm-hmm. things. So like, there's sometimes yeah. that she's like, hey, Gabe, listen, I love you. I love, like, I, I get that this is happening. I'm not going to try to pray it away. Because there's actually mm-hmm. something psychologically that you need to heal, and that you yes, need to. Yes. So it's like it's a very it's it's funny how we yeah, always yeah. Because like like I, a part of me believes in miraculous healing, but if if a, if a Christian breaks mm-hmm. their leg, they're still gonna go to the hospital. You're still gonna go to the hospital, yeah. and I think it is. It's one of my my greatest points of I a little bit of that anger still coming up that we do not treat mental health mental health the same way in the church that we go that is something that we're going to put in the miraculous healing category right. and if you don't get miraculously healed you're not a good enough mm-hmm. christian right. and that is not accurate at all right nope. god i i wish i had gone to therapy oh. so much sooner like i, I love, love it therapy. oh it's so good yes. because like big fan of therapy it, it's something that like when i was in high school and depressed and like starting out in college and depressed i was like praying to god i was like please please take it away like i hate mm-hmm. it i don't know what to do i have nothing and it's like you know that whole time he was probably just saying, right get nice. therapy. <laughs> like, but like we have it's right there but there's like a why wouldn't a, we there's a a stigma that there's a stigma with it go to therapy but i'm like no i actually mm-hmm. beg to differ and say healthy people i think like, everyone healthy yes. people go to therapy uh-huh I'm like, yeah if you, because going to therapy means, hey, there's something happening inside of me. I probably need to go get that checked out. Mm-hmm. It means yes. that you're probably yes. mentally, yep. emotionally healthy. <laughs> like, yeah. It is It is not normal to feel right. bad all the time. And if there's something in place that can help you not feel bad all the time, that's important. Oh, my God. My grandma has a great perspective on being a Christian and doing it. She goes, doing it yourself. Uh, where she goes, she's, she's like, if God was going to do everything then he would not have a like given you things that you could do yourself. Period. So it's partly your job and partly his job. Period. And so I, I really think that like, and that's really helped me with, with mental health of like, if if I just sit around and wait for God to go, bazing, no more anxiety, then like, I'm going to be anxious forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to be anxiously yeah. waiting for the anxiety <laughs> like, to go away. Is me combating that in my own life and saying like, what what do I have from God? I have strength. I have confidence and I have love for myself mm-hmm. I have love for myself and using those things to combat that is like incredibly right. important to me. Jesus yeah. 100% has a part to play in our healing, but there's also a beautiful gift that he gave to people mm-hmm. called medicine. And there's a beautiful yes. gift he gave yes. to humanity called oh, psychologists. Thank God yes. for psychologists. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus mm-hmm. for giving psychologists Amen. wisdom. <laughs> Thank you. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and putting them in exactly. our path so that we wow. can go to oh, man. look at god it's so true look look, look what god has look done look at what god has done <laughs> yeah because I, I do think because that brings in a kind of interesting point about how we view the things that god gives us where we go yeah if you're a christian mm-hmm. you get these things from god well if we're all god's children then there are things in the world that are given that are that I can look at as gifts from God that are for anyone. It doesn't matter what your yeah. belief is. There's no wall there that says like, Oh, I'm exactly. sorry, are you saved? Okay. You can come to therapy now. Right. Like, like it's for VIP everyone. Club. Yeah. Right. There's, there are so many things. And like, I look at 
small things in, in life that bring me great joy, like nature and color and yes. music. They don't have to be segregated to, you know, the things that, that are, are for, you know, the godly people. Everybody gets the joy of God, yes. whether they recognize it as that or not. Yes. I think, personally, like, I've definitely felt, like, the presence of God mm-hmm. in nature. Like, when I'm in my quiet place, like, whatever I need to just, like, breathe, mm-hmm. to think, whatever it is. And, like, I feel like... Like, I hear the voice of God in yeah. my, like, subconscious. In, like, that little voice that you all hear. People say it's, Some people say it's the Holy Spirit. Some people just say it's your, like, mm-hmm. conscious. I don't know. I think, th- I think personally, I think it's all the same. And if you find that peace in religion, amazing and more power to you. Because it's just, like, a set of rules there. And then, I don't know, easier to follow, in my opinion of it. But, like, anyone can mm-hmm. feel that oh, presence yeah. of God, you know? He's everywhere and it's not just for the people that are mm-hmm. saved in one specific way i mean otherwise how are people gonna get saved it's there for everyone and he's you can you can find him in mm-hmm. so much so much more than oh just a southern baptist God. church if you know? i could only find god in the southern baptist church <laughs> i'm gonna jump off my balcony <laughs> right if, if only he were there yeah <laughs> like you he's gonna swan dive off a cliff real quick <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna make, that's it but somebody his name is uh, Peter Mattis he says this thing that you can find God in everything or miss him in anything I'm like mm-hmm. it is this beauty and it, uh, it was like oh like it took mm-hmm. pressure off I'm like and that's the thing that I think yeah. that I just can't stand that religion told me like there was so much pressure and I'm like oh it just took the mm-hmm. pressure off of like yeah. Oh no! I find I find God in movies. I find him. Mm-hmm. I find him in yeah. nature. I, I, I can find him in. Mm-hmm. I can find him in everything. But I can also. I mean, even like oh, growing up, everything. like I was never allowed to watch Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like Georgia knows, but uh-huh. I'm like uh-huh. I was never allowed I'm to so watch Harry Potter. <laughs> but literally, I think it Same. was the summer of 2019 that I had a, like mm-hmm. a Harry Potter marathon. Oh, like what? I found him. You found I God found there. Him. Amen. But finding God in Harry Potter. I was talking to my parents. I was like, guys, the whole time that we weren't allowed to watch that, I'm like, I found God and I I found Jesus in Harry Potter. There were certain things that happened. I was like, oh, I see you there. I Mm -hmm. like I found you. Like, yeah. But that's Mm -hmm. the whole thing. Like, we just feel like he's only in certain places. But religion will tell us that he is only in certain places Mm -hmm. because it's like. Because if he's only mm-hmm. in certain places, then we have to do certain things to get there. Yeah. Because I, I think the... Religion will tell right. you yeah. that he's and only in this, religion. there's this subjective view that says, okay, your loving relationship with God always has to be magical. But, like, I'm I'm in a loving relationship with a human. I have my boyfriend, who I love very dearly. And we have moments where we're, like, we're so connected. It's, like, this magical, yeah. divine experience of how much I can love a person. And other times when we're doing the dishes... I don't love him any less while we're doing the dishes. No. It's just a mundane element of life. It's relationship. I think our relationship, yeah, our relationship <laughs> to God also has to have mundanity. There has to be moments 100%. where right. it's just, I'm like, oh, today sucks, but oh, I got a parking spot. Right. Thanks, God. Okay, I'll take I that. Know. That'll do. There it is. Uh, of, of moments of, yeah. Of, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we, can, we can miss those and say, like, but I'm not having a spiritual high right now. I'm not, like, you know, losing my mind over how much I love God. My level of love hasn't changed. Just 
the way I'm expressing when it. When we is start changing. looking at him through that lens of relationship, mm-hmm. it immediately yeah. just eradicates mm-hmm. all the rules. It eradicates the scorecard, yeah. and it eradicates yes. just like oh, it's just like when I yeah. and I think that was the biggest thing for me. It was just like oh, I treat him as if I'm treating like like a girlfriend. I'm single, but mm-hmm. I'm like. I treat him the same way of just like yeah. somebody who's important in my life. I'm just like, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I, mm-hmm. I'm in the honeymoon phase every single yeah. day of my life. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes it means getting yeah. up. Like, I, to this day, I do not understand how people will get up at eight in the morning and like mm-hmm. read their Bible. And I'm like, oh, now nah, when I wake up, I, I, I feel like I'm like removing a chrysalis. <laughs> I'm just like crawling out of my sheets, like oh yes. god, like mm-hmm. it's it's the it's worst, the worst part. part. I'm like you know if you do that, God bless you. We just we bless yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that is what works yeah. for you. Amen. Maybe not, but for you. yeah. Nope. F- finding not the moments that that can can that that relationship to God can be really clear and like mm-hmm. direct in your mind. Those are great. It's it's awesome to have those. They Beautiful. feel amazing. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be every day. They're not going to be every second of every day. Um, right. And that's okay. Well, you, you know, one thing one thing that uh, my friend Corinne does that I – it's interesting because we're talking about, you know, finding God in the, the little things. But she does this thing where uh, at the end of the day she'll do, like, with all of her friends, just, like, a high and low of the day. So that way we can just sit there and look back over our day and, yeah, we'll see a low point. You know, it, it was just, like – the least fun part of the day but then there will always be like a mm-hmm. high of some kind whether it be just like like georgia said mm-hmm. getting a parking spot you know when they she had to get to class or e- even if it's just like uh being here hanging out with yeah. friends now it's like that's where you can find god yeah, in the yeah. little parts People. of your it's day, incredibly important you know community yeah absolutely Com- oh community it's oh, the most area. important thing i i found so much and that's where like I think that's where religion totally gets it right is yeah, having that fellowship. community of people. But I don't, I don't think you have to have you know a specific right. church home that you're like stuck at to have that. I think you can have right. that community with your friends. I think you can have that community with just like the people that are closest to you that are actually yeah. going to listen and hear you rather than the people that are going to yeah. put sure. on a smile for you and say, "Oh, you and look so good in that dress." That I, yeah, like over the hell that was COVID nineteen, and it still is. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the beautiful things that I'm like, people were losing their minds when all the churches were closing down, all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I even had this conversation with my mom mm-hmm. where she was like, oh, Gabe, I kind of, because I was telling her, I was like, believe it or not, I was like, I feel like the Lord's using this because I'm mm-hmm. like, he's breaking the boxes that were like, church has to be this. Yeah. Community has to be this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I think like whenever in Acts, whenever the holy spirit first came like they were in a dining room i'm like they were not in a mega church mm-hmm. he did not yeah. have a four-point sermon like it wasn't yep. like that like and yeah. i'm like i feel mm-hmm. my mom was like oh i actually kind of i see what you're saying like it's beyond that it is be like community mm-hmm. is beyond a sunday yeah it, it, you know what it is it's just real it's just mm-hmm. living your life it's just being here now and realizing that it's like back when Jesus was alive mm-hmm. and talking and preaching like his sermons, he was just talking to mm-hmm. the people around him. He was just engaging with them. It wasn't just like, right. Know, he didn't roll out a graphic. He didn't have, he didn't have Peter right, over right. there. And be like, <laughs> he Peter. didn't have PowerPoint pulled up. 
Peter, pull it let's up. Let's go. Let's get this up. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, the no, LEDs. No. Come on. <laughs> he, <laughs> are we going to have a snow machine? Like, there. Right. He was. Mm-hmm. He was just there. Yeah. He was personal. And he just showed people love by yeah. being there with them. Yeah. I, I've said before that one of my favorite things in the world is getting to know people for the first time. Yeah. And it's, I, f- I find those conversations to be, I like, I don't, I, I hardly even hesitate to say spiritual. They, they feel spiritual to me in a way of like truly Absolutely. connecting with someone on a base level before I have made any judgments about mm-hmm. who they are. And that is like a really wonderful moment that I want to take into like every interaction I have with someone. Cause I feel like that's kind of the place that you mm-hmm. meet God or whatever your spiritual beliefs are, whatever, wherever you connect with that. It's that moment of like getting to know something for the first time, whether it's yourself or a concept or the way you view a situation. It's, it's interacting with that for the first time and it feels so fresh mm-hmm. and new and really open and I find that Easy. type of fellowship that makes me feel, yeah, that makes me feel spiritual mm-hmm. and, I mean, religious in a way, um, in meeting anybody, no matter what they believe. Like, like talking yeah. to them on that level gives me that same type of peace. Mm. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. God, that's Thank good. Thank you. Gabe, we got, we've got a couple oh, yeah. of really fun questions yes. that we like to ask uh, here at the end. They're simple and easy, and they don't make you think at all. <laughs> They're, they're so Beautiful. simple, very easy. It's no big deal. I'll go ahead and ask the first one. Uh, what's the meaning oh, of life? Thank God you're asking this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Let I, me pull up my notes. This one's easy. Let me pull out real quick. And, okay. <sighs> Is that like the actual question, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I'm not. We're not question. giving you any crap. Uh, yeah, I, I love this question because. Beautiful. And this can be what is the meaning of life for you? What is the meaning of your life? Oh, um, yeah. Or, or it can I be like the subject, like everyone's life. I, I want to say this, but like, I, I don't want to sound religious, but I'm like, it really is Jesus. Like, it literally is, it's hope. Like, it mm. is, it's all these things that mm. I felt were off limits. I'm like, the meaning of life is, is it's laughter, it's living, it's, it's yeah. the the small seconds like it's the things that are overlooked it's like it's the Mm -hmm. sunny days where you go out for ice cream or it's the park walk or it's it's the small moments i think are the are Mm -hmm. it sounds like you're saying like just being in the moment living like loving live laugh love if you will and just like live laugh love yeah amen come on simply southern (laughs) southern roots are showing gabriel Come on, yes. Vineyard Whale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. The, the Vineyard, Vineyard whale, whale is the meaning of life. That whale <laughs> is a rustic teacher. I would give song. my life for that whale. Yes. Yes. He gets it. But, he but just I, gets I, it. I, I, no, but it's, it's the small things. Small moments like, are so real. If we're not, if we're not mm-hmm. living those small moments, then I'm like, we're overlooking so much joy. We're overlooking. Right. I, I look. I'm like, if I'm ever really tired. If I'm exhausted, I'm like, it's probably because mm-hmm. I haven't really been enjoying, like, mm-hmm. enjoying the life, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This has, been, this has been wonderful, and I will ask now our my final and personally favorite question. Yes. Um, what is the best advice that you have ever received? So the first thing that came to my mind was actually from a friend of ours. His name's Craig Malls. Um, it was on my, when I was... I was so nervous about moving to California mm-hmm. and I was just, I don't know, just all the thoughts of just leaving everything. 
And I was having a conversation with him, and he was like, Gabriel, he told this story about how his family, like his, somewhere I think in his ancestry line, like they were immigrants that came over to the States. Like, mm-hmm. it was just this whole, but like the way they got here was just the Lord. And he was like, he's like, my great-grandfather, I believe, he was like, he just followed peace everywhere mm-hmm. he went. And he was like, Gabriel, he was like, follow mm-hmm. peace. He was like, in whatever mm-hmm. decision you make or whatever big thing that you are about to do, he was like, follow the peace. And like that mm-hmm. got me out here because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I felt peace in coming out here, but it was mm-hmm. like this thing of I wasn't, like there was this part of me that was like, I knew I had to do it. And it was like that, that solid like pillar that was just like, oh yeah, I can do it. So, and every, de- yeah. most of the decisions I make in my life that feel pretty big, I'm like, I always follow peace. If I'm feeling anxiety over a decision, it's probably not right. Um, mm. So I'm like, in everything, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, if I, if I feel peace about it, and if I, if I feel at peace about it, then like, I'll go with it. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's really that powerful. That is beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Wow, this has been yes. incredible. Guys, Thank you this. so much. Like this conversation has been wonderful. We'd love to have you back yeah. sometime. This is yes. absolutely delightful. Oh, please. And, oh, absolutely. Um, your music is, is coming out soon. Would, yes. Is there any way that our listeners could reach that and, and hear? Follow your me voice? on Instagram will be the best way. I'm. We're in the process um, mm-hmm. of working on release dates and marketing and all that stuff. All that absolutely business stuff. Yeah. So awesome. honestly, Instagram would be the best way. Just Gabe mm-hmm. Grappy. It's yeah. what's your, what's your Gabe tag? Grappy. Gabe Grappy. Yeah. Awesome. We'll top. We'll toss it in the show notes too, so cool. everybody can, that would can be see it. Amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited. Absolutely. Awesome. This has been wonderful. Thank awesome. you so much, Gabriel. Yeah. Um, and for our lovely yeah. listeners at home, we'll see Thanks you next so week. And until then, I guess. Uh, like, uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Drink some on. coffee. I guess. Go for a walk. <laughs> Enjoy life's moments. Enjoy the little moments. Get Pet the ice dog. cream cone you're telling yourself not to get. Yes. <laughs>